Hey everybody, welcome to episode 321 of the Bite Me Podcast. I've got Colby here today. He keeps saying, just like that. So I've got two, well, I don't know, one. I've got a number of doves that are living in one of my palm trees. Um, Uh And I'm going to tell you two things about doves. One, they sound kind of like that, like a little more energetic maybe. But they just sit out there and coo all day. It's real weird. The second thing is, is doves start breeding really early in the season because they're so bad at making nests that sometimes it takes a couple tries to get baby doves. They're like, I don't know. I put some sticks together and laid some eggs in them. Let's see what happens. And the answer apparently more often than not is, oh, that, that didn't work at all. So I guess either we're going to have baby doves above my pool or we're going to have dead baby do- uh, doves on my pool surround. I haven't decided which yet. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's not doesn't sound great, really. But what do you do? Rich is here or too. Say you'll oh. have scrambled dove eggs. Ooh, I don't, I don't think I want to eat dove eggs that are raised in my backyard. Just throwing that out there. Farm fresh. Farm fresh. Anyway, Dylan went went to a concert tonight, so he is not here. But Rich is here instead. Say hey, Rich. Hey, maybe I can do the pretend Dylan. Hi guys. <laughs> he's always so calm and mellow. he is super chill right like dylan is literally like the calmest person i've known like he when he gets excited it's it's almost kind of weird he's just like very like and i'm a very level kind of person but dylan is actually i think like leveler than i am so you want to see dylan get excited you just tell him that like deadpool is the greatest movie ever made he'll get he'll get real <laughs> real punchy real quick all right, let's see. Uh, today we're going to talk about video games. Um, I played a lot of video games, and like I'm going to tell you right now, two of them are, I don't know, is controversial the right word? Maybe? Problematic. Problematic. Problematic is a good word. It's going to be a good word. Um, I'm, I'm going to probably say a lot of really terrible things about people today, so keep that in mind. Um, I, I wouldn't be shocked if... There's more cursing in this podcast. Mostly than... different races. Not Oops. no no. Uh, it's gone off the rails. It's not. Good. It's actually it's actually just just ours. So um, I am going to talk some shit about women though. I guess so. I you know that that is kind of kind of a gamer thing. I think, but just one specific woman really. So I don't. I don't is it your I, wife? It's not my wife. It is not <laughs> my wife. Let me, she won't let me play games. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's a delight. Uh, so we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Um, we're going to talk about Atomic Heart, which is one of the two <laughs> problematic games I played this weekend. So I'll save my problematic discussion. I mean, I'm going to say problem. Atomic Heart is kind of like, well, there's some actually really problematic things about it, but there's some other things that are like maybe problematic. I haven't decided yet. I'll let you decide. You, the the viewer can, or listener, I guess, can decide. Anyway, uh, Bungie just won a ton of money, which I guess is great if you like Destiny. Um, although, man, I got to think the collecting from, man, it seems unlikely. Uh, all Xbox games, and by Xbox games, I actually mean like video games made by Microsoft for the PC uh, are coming to GeForce now. We'll talk about that. Uh, Tarkov, is either fixing its cheating problem or not. That's why Rich is here. Rich is a Tarkov player, so he's going to give us the inside dope. Is the yep. answer no? Give you the scoop. The scoop. Yeah, they're not fixing it. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, any kind of first-person shooter is going to have cheating. It, it's yeah. just reality. 
It's dumb. Uh, and the Mario Brothers are coming a little bit sooner than you may have thought. We'll talk about that. We got questions from Triple Trouble, Monotone <laughs> Screaming, After Like Icon. And Rich gave us, what are you, what are you, what are you laughing about, Cole? Oh, the phrasing of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens. Uh, Rich added two. We got some cheap free games from Epic uh, Game Pass, Xbox Gold, PlayStation Plus, Humble Bundle, and Prime Gaming. There's a lot of free games coming out in the next little bit. So, talk about all those things. But why don't we start with what we've been playing? Rich, do you have uh, do you have anything to talk about besides Tarkov? No, I actually haven't been playing anything. So I gave up gaming for Lent. So I was supposed to play the guitar and read books, and I haven't done either yet. But uh, the last <laughs> the last thing I played was yeah, I know. I did play uh, Tarkov just to finish it off because I had a quest, so I wanted to make sure I saved it. So I did did play that. I am really slow playing it, which is not the best thing in Tarkov, especially after a wipe. Because what happens is if you're not kind of right on the wipe and get in, everyone levels up past yeah. you, and you're just basically more fodder than you normally are. Um, I, besides that, I think the last thing I played was uh, Hi-Fi Rush. I finished that. So that was kind of the last thing I played. I uh, I was gonna start playing that. I was like excited to start playing that after beating uh, Cyberpunk, and I realized I had not installed it. And it's like a 15 gig install, so I, I yeah. started playing uh, Atomic Heart instead. So I don't know. It's still it's still on my list. Um, it's chunky, but worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it's really good. Um, I saw a meme today. I think I actually posted it to our Discord that just says I gave up for Lent. Um, and that's, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've got, I've got a, <laughs> a, like a five days off in like nine days and I'm like, literally I've got like a paper chain, like it's Christmas because I, I need it y'all. <laughs> anyway, uh, what what have you been playing, Gull? Video games. And what kind of, did you give them up for Lent? No. No. Good job. Uh, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2, but <laughs> since we've done. How many hours are you into Red Dead? I'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> since we've done an entire spoiler cast on Red Dead, I don't know if I really need to tell you more about my Red Dead. Oh, shoot. I forgot we did that. That was so long ago, too. That was my first episode. Oh, Holy, was it? Myself. It was. I forgot about that. It was. Yeah. Um, I think it's the only episode that, that our parents have ever actually listened to, and I don't actually believe them. Mom said she listened to one the other day. That's weird. So now we have to yeah. not talk shit about mom on the podcast? Damn it. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Um, and Brooke I just walked into the room and she is so confused. <laughs> Sorry. Continue, Call. <laughs> I have also been playing um, uh, Outer Wilds more. And that game, like, if, if you want a game that does not hold your hand at all, <laughs> like, Outer Wilds is for you because... I forgot how unhandholdy that game is. I was yeah. like, what do we do next? I'm like, I don't know. I guess we could go to another planet. So I don't know what the hell to do here. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, so I've been uh, doing that. I uh, beat vampire survivors. I didn't realize which, that was a game you could like beat. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's like I said, I think there's five levels and I beat all of them. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I beat the game. Works for me. I cannot for the life of me find out. I hate how hard it is to find out how long you put into things. Well, it used to be that if you went into the uh, achievements that it would show you. Oh, uh, sure. And by used to, I mean like when I checked last week. <laughs> um, I uh, I tried playing Vampire Survivors. I downloaded it to my phone. And I was trying to play it on the ferry ride between um, the Magic Kingdom at Disney World and Ticket and Transportation. 
Um, and first of all, I don't know if that's the best place to play a mobile game. Um, it is. Second of all, I don't think that's a game that really works on mobiles. At least when you have like fingers as big as mine, I'm like, it, like I can't see anything on the screen. So have you tried having not so fat fingers? I don't think it's in my fingers are particularly fat. I think it's just like they are. Maybe they are like Finger sausages. Guy. I don't know. Yeah. Um. They make like exercisers for like guitar playing that like are little springs so you can, you know, like have yep. better. Maybe I should get some of those. Get like super buff, super lean fingers. Um anyway, you 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 beat Vampire Survivors call. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, what the hell is this last game you played? <laughs> just Oh, I found stats. Okay. So, I have to do math. 15 Ew. hours, 15 days and 15 hours. I mean, I think so. we can just say that that's a lot, Cole. 24 times 15 plus 15, 375 hours. I've been playing it for 60 hours now. That's that's a that's a lot, Call. Oh, I'm in I'm in chapter three, solidly halfway through chapter three. Uh huh. That's eight. (laughs) I think I think I was more referring to the 16 days you've spent playing Red Dead Redemption. It was 15 days and 15 hours, Cliff, not 16 days. I think you can round that up. I think no, we are not rounding it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, Anywho. Yeah, no, Vampire Survivors, though, is very good. Uh, I highly suggest it. Yeah, I need to download. I, or maybe I did download that. I need to try it either way. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so the last game I've been playing is called Door Kickers Action Squad. <laughs> um, Best oh, name ever. Myself. Sorry, I, I was talking, was talking to, to me. No, uh, I was... Um, which is a, like, pixel game where you are the SWAT team and you're like, you kick indoors and kill bad guys. Um, All right. It's very much in that, like, uh, what was that game I played? This is, this is a great, great radio. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there was a ninja game that I played that. Yeah. I remember that game. You open a door and the bad guys kind of rush you and you have to, you know, figure out how you're going to beat them in a you know certain amount of time and yeah. then you die a lot and you just redo the level basically the same thing um you know you might have to rec- rescue hostages in one and you know just kill all the bad guys in another level there's uh, all sorts of different like objectives and stuff i got it for like two dollars on sale and it is a hundred and ten percent worth the two dollars i paid for it it looks fun so yeah i i am very much enjoying it plus <laughs> again it's called door kickers action squad did you and i play a co-op game that was kind of like this no we both played there i've played a couple games like this and i i cannot think of any of the names of them yeah um, maybe, that, maybe that's what i was thinking i was thinking that we played it co-op but it was actually just we both bought we played it at the it same would. time um this game does have co-op though so if i paid two dollars we could play it together i got it like a month ago oh. so you might have to pay more than two dollars oh I don't know. So Katana Zero was the one that game I was, was thinking it. of. I tried Katana Zero and I was very bad at it. Like you, really, you might be very really bad, bad at this at then. Yeah. Yeah. So the real question is, are they actually bad guys and are you just doing no knock warrants and <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, no, hurting, I, I, hurting innocent people? 
I'm shooting a lot of dogs. <laughs> Colby throws multiple flashbangs through windows, lights babies on fire. Um, it happens. <laughs> if those babies didn't want a bit lit on fire, they shouldn't have been in a house that I was throwing flashbangs into. Colby shot a girl through the window playing Xbox. Um, yeah, you know, it's fifteen dollars yeah, normally. Stuff. So you know. It, it probably, I mean, like, depending on how much you like those kinds of games, which I don't know what they're called, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I'm going to add it to my wish list, so maybe next time it goes on sale, it'll tell me. Yeah, that works about half the time. Yeah, well, I'll Looks like there's a, there's a whole bundle for 20, 2066. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe I can get it cheap on it. I guess if I'm not going to play it multiplayer, maybe I can get it cheap somewhere else. Anyway, that's this is neither here nor there. I'm glad you enjoyed that game, Colby, and it's got a great name. It's like $14 on GOG. You could save a dollar. Um. So, let's see. I beat... Cyber- I've been reading Dilbert and oh, watching... Um, he's doing a, a, like a movie marathon of... Uh, oh, Dude, Magoo, who did uh, Rosemary's Baby. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> this is why I need Dylan. I I am uh, I am rewatching Buffy and Angel. <laughs> so yeah, see, I, I've been on my my. It's 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 the Cliff watches problematic media tour. Uh, no, I was gonna say I I played I beat Cyberpunk. Roman Polanski. Uh, Roman Polanski. There you go. Uh, Anyway, I beat Cyberpunk. <laughs> um, that game is really, really, really good. Like, it's it's really interesting playing that game and then going like I, like I said, I went into kind of two other like triple A games, uh, and it's interesting how bad they feel compared to Cyberpunk. Um, uh-huh. Like Cyberpunk, just it like for like I. I I think that there was, I'm sure there was legit criticism of the game when it was released. Um, and having not played it then, I can't say, you know, if it was better or worse, whatever. But it, it's really good now. Um, although still a little bit buggy. I did have probably two crashes that forced me to go back to a save. So, you know, like not not the end of the world, but uh, definitely, definitely still a little bit broken. But I beat... I didn't hundred percent it. I didn't do all the side quests. I did all of the like um, side character side quests. If that makes sense, um, like I, I I found all the did all the people side quests um, except for so call. I don't know if this is spoilery. The the politician couple that you find out uh-huh. a secret about them. Is there any way to like pursue that further? Like I yeah. Like I followed the van, but then it just kind of yeah, ended. There's, there's- there's stuff past that too. Huh. Maybe I'll have to go back and try it. Cause that was a really interesting, cause I just got a message from him saying like, stop, stop investigating. So I don't know. I mean, I suppose you can stop there, but you can talk to his wife and still, I believe, oh. investigate. I, I just stuff. don't think she ever, she ever like reached out again. So I don't know. Uh, um, I guess I beat most of the side quests. I, I skipped. There's, there's like a, a racing one. I'm not super into racing. Oh, that one was so good though. Yeah, but I don't. <sighs> and the racing was super easy. I don't know. I, I still have like a save, so I could go back and do it, I guess, if I wanted to. Um, you know, it occurs to me, though, that I played that game. It's on two discs, but I never had to put in the second disc. I, know. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that I like, I didn't 100% that game, but I came close to 100% in that game and did the same thing when I put the disc back in the thing. I'm like, what what the second disc was for? Huh. Anyway, it's good. It's, it's really enjoyable. put it in and find out what it does. 
Yeah, you can you can pick it up not as cheap as you could for a while, unfortunately. Like I think the downside of that game um like kind of improving itself is that it went from being a game you could pick up for like 10 or 15 bucks to being more like 20 or 30. I bought it twice now and it was only 20. Yeah, so it's not why did you buy it twice? I got it once for myself and then I bought it for dad for his birthday. Oh. I don't think he played it. Well, he's dumb. Uh maybe he listens now. Um yeah, it's it's really worth it though. So so give Cyberpunk a try. Like I said, you can pick up relatively cheap. Seems good. Um The other game I played was Atomic Hearts, which is uh a new Game Pass game. We're gonna talk more about the kind of controversy around it um when we get to news. Um it's it's okay. It it really, 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 really wants to be Bioshock and is not written nearly well enough to be Bioshock. Um, and in addition to not being written well enough, it has... So you have a glove um, that talks and is kind of annoying. But at the same time, like, your character is like... Duke Nukem, if there was no, like, reason that Duke couldn't, like, swear, because he does constantly, and he's really, like, kind of angry and obnoxious, it's, it's, the writing is actually quite poor. Um, the setting Hail is- the king, baby. Yeah, would say that again. Hail the king, baby. Yeah, it's just, it's just not great. Um, the setting is really interesting. It's set in, um, it's set in Russia- but Russia, where they discovered like this, like polymer that made it so they could do all sorts of like incredible science things. Is is it set in Russia or is it set? Oh, or is it set in the Soviet Union? Uh, Soviet mm, Soviet Union. Yeah, that's probably okay. correct. Um, and and so it's kind of interesting. It's got that kind of like fallout bioshock kind of like steampunk where you know the the it's it's like it's set in like it feels like the 50s but everything is like super modern um but like overall it just it it feels like it's like bioshock written by a bunch of like 15 year olds um like you've probably seen yeah maybe not i guess it depends on terminally online you are um, like the twins. Very. Yeah, same. So you've seen the like two super sexy robots. I have. Um, that then people then immediately took and like made super sexier. Like it, it's, it's, it's very indicative, I think, of like the world we live in where there's two sexy robots in this game. And like within a day and a half of this game coming out, there were mods that made them sexier, which I think is. Did we ever talk about Witcher 3? And it's problems. I I didn't know how to I didn't know exactly how to broach that subject. <laughs> but since Colby brought it up, um I we'll save that for news. <laughs> okay. Um you know, and so there's that. Um there's like a, a really sexy refrigerator, which I know that sounds weird. <laughs> But hey, hey, some of us want to, you know, do our refrigerator close. Well, she's like, she, it's nice. not like the refrigerator itself is sexy. It's more like, oh, mine is. Oh, well, in that case, <laughs> um, it's more like the, and it's not really a refrigerator. It just looks like one. It's actually how you like upgrade your weapons and get. New- That's how I explained it to Amy too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, 
it it's like very like sexually aggressive. So maybe that's not it. Maybe it's not like a sexy fridge. It's a sexually aggressive <laughs> fridge um, that like speaks almost entirely in like double entendres. Um, the entire thing just feels like Bioshock written with like a very solid like fifteen year old gamer gaze, um, which I'm I'm not. So it's a little bit of a turnoff. Um, and like on top of that, I think it's very strange. It's a game set in the Soviet Union, and no one in the game has Soviet accents. It's very weird to me that that like that's the one place they they really messed up too. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's got some kind of like this like plasticine stuff that they they use to you know make all this stuff. They put it inside of people, and one of the side effects is that is after you die, your memories don't degrade immediately. So you can find like corpses and and talk with them to find out like hints and stuff, which is kind of interesting. Um, the, the, the combat is horrible. Like the combat is so bad. Uh, it, it's one of those games where not only is ammo like very limited, but the guns aren't very good either. Um, which is, which is not great. And uh, like the quests are also kind of repetitive. It's a lot of like, go and get four of these things and bring them back here and plug them into this place in order to get to the next level. Um, and there's a bunch of different like hacking mini games and I hate, not even hacking, um, lock picking. And I don't like any of them. So I, I, you know, I'll probably keep playing it because I'm kind of curious about where it's going maybe, but only because it's short. I know it's like 15 hours. So I, I know I won't have to spend a lot of time playing it, but you know, it's on Game Pass. Um, so if you're looking... So for, oh wait, you hate pretty much every aspect of the game, but yeah. you're still willing to play it just to see how it ends? I'm a completionist, Rich. I, I can't I can't okay, not. Check, because there wasn't one thing you liked about it. Well, no. Except maybe the sexy fridge. That, that one's up for debate. I do kind of like the that sexy was me. fridge. Yeah, Colby, Colby wants a sexy fridge. It's. I, I think Cliff's a closet sexy fridge lover. It's it's one of those things where like it's not like if I had to give it a rating of what I've played so far and I'm maybe four hours into it, it's like a it's like a six and a half, seven. So it's not like awful. Um and I tr- I try really hard. Like it's it's I think the I think with playing games you have to kind of approach it one of two ways. And it's either I play all the games and finish none of them, which is how I, I spent most of my life playing video games, or you make like a really concerted effort to beat all of them and some fall by the wayside. And this one may be one of the ones that fall by the wayside, but it's like, it's not intrinsically broken. The, it's not like mind bogglingly boring. Um, Like there's some, there's some interesting parts about it and it's short. So like that's, if this, if, if I'd gone into this game and I'd gotten to this point and they're like, Hey, and it's 65 hours, I'd be like, nah, like 15, I can put up with a lot of bullshit for 15, 15 hours. So we'll see. Um, and you hear that Nintendo next to 15 <laughs> hours. Uh, so the next game I played was, was Hogwarts legacy. And before we get into Hogwarts legacy, uh, I would like to say a, a few things. The first thing is, is I did not pay for this game and I absolutely would not pay for this game. Um, not necessarily because I believe that like every person who buys a copy of this video game, like sends, you know, a quarter to uh, JK Rowling because I don't, 
I did, I, Tim did specifically though. I thought that was weird. <laughs> yeah, Tim. Tim bought this game and then sent her five bucks, and I'm like, that's strange. He's like, but yeah, you know, it's just what you have to do. Um, no, like I, my assumption is is that like J.K. Rowling's not getting like the back end of of Hogwarts Legacy. I'm sure they gave her. She might be. Maybe. Like, like her her deal with Harry Potter is actually a pretty sweet deal. Hmm. Um she, like unlike a lot of people who like kind of get some portion of it, she retained a ton of that IP. Oh, well in that case. So like I would say there's actually a good possibility she is getting back end on that. Oh, well in that case you you absolutely should not buy it. Um but I think the other side of it is and like it's really hard because this game's already sold like 12 million copies. So it's it, like the damage has already kind of been done, but I think that the the downside of people purchasing a game like this is that it it does say you can be a terrible person. You can be I mean JK Rawlings is absolutely a turf and it doesn't matter how many people she like sues in England to make them apologize for that. Like it's it's still We're true. in America, bitches. Yeah, exactly. Woo! Yeah, try and lighten me here. Um she absolutely is. And, and like, and, and seems to kind of enjoy that status too. Like, I mean, she, she started out being like just saying some shitty things on the internet and has since like really, you know, I mean, you know, she has a Merry Turfmas Christmas, you know, post. So, you know, she, she embraces that. And I think that what needs to happen to Harry Potter now, and as much as I said, like, I, I hate saying this because it's a, it's a series I love. Like, I saw, almost every every movie except one and two in the theater i've read the books i mean i've probably read the first book a dozen times and i've read most of the rest of them more than once i've read you know all of them the entire series through probably two or three times um it's it's a you know it's a it's an ip that i very much like um but I think that that at this point in time, like it, it needs to stop being successful, and I think that that's the reason why you don't buy it. It's not because necessarily she's getting a quarter for everyone that buys it. It's that it shows that you can be a terrible, terrible person and still have people purchase things that you are involved with, and, and I I don't like that. So um, anyway, she's awful. Don't buy her game. Um, I'm sure like, it's not long enough that there's not going to be used copies of it in GameStop probably right now, if you went. Um, but also if you want to play on PC, you can just go, you know, to your favorite torrent site and search for Hogwarts legacy Empress. And I'm not going to say you can download a copy of it that works fine, but it seems very likely that you could, um, you know, I'd get a VPN. Like, that seems like the smart way to go. But uh, it's, you know, it's like an 80 gig download. And then you can have a copy of that that you don't have to feel bad about. Um, oddly enough, Empress, the hacker who hacked it, is also a terrible person. Um, so I <laughs> just don't donate to her either, I guess. Um, just just bad stuff. Don't don't read the info file, really. That's that's my recommendation. There's some, there's some awful shit in there, too. Um, I have not played a ton of it. I'm like maybe an hour into it. Um, I don't know if I'll actually play all of it. I was kind of more curious just kind of what the general whatever of it is. Um, I will say a couple things. Both it and Atomic Hearts have like 45 minutes into the game before you can save, which is extremely annoying. Like just shockingly annoying. Uh, it... 
just like the game, it does feature like so. It's really interesting. Like one of the the kind of talking points around um, J.K. Rawlings and and Harry Potter is that she created you know goblins that are essentially just like Jewish stereotypes, <laughs> and and like. I'm not saying she's wrong. That's wrong. But the interesting thing is, is like, if you read the descriptions in the book, she didn't really do that. Like the movie actually like does it way worse than, than the books do. So, but it's, that's a, that's a little rough. It is, it is not, it is not great to have, you know, like hook nosed, uh, you know, goblins, you know, running your financial institutions like that. That is not a great look if you're trying to do some world building. Um, but you know, besides that, it, it, it like the weirdest part about it is like they teach you protocols of the elders of goblins. Yeah, right. It's uh mostly I think what's weird about it is like they give you a wand, and then immediately you start breaking stuff. Like you know, Link going through a house. You're like, I'm gonna break this pot and this pot and this pot, and like there's no blowback in that game for for doing that, and it. For a game that was like for a, a a world that they were very much like magic has a place and you will know where to use your magic. I'm wandering around, you know, with my professor who's taking me to Hogwarts and I'm just like, break this, break this, break this. He's like, very good. I'm like, this seems weird. And it's not like I demand like realism in my magical video game, I guess, but. I, th- I think that the entire game is going to feel a little out of place, like a little out of time when you try and mix video game mechanics with a, a world that is is very realistic. Um, and like you don't have that feeling in like Lego Harry Potter because Lego Harry Potter has a established way that those games play. You break everything, you collect the pieces, and you make something else out of it. And so it doesn't feel weird that in Lego Harry Potter you're breaking all the stuff. But in this, it was very much like they're like, they gave me all these things to break, so I feel like I should break them. Um, but it also makes it kind of like a weird world. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'll probably play a few more hours of it because I'm kind of curious, I guess, if it gets better. But so far, it's it's just kind of like, it's a game. It's It's not, I don't know. I don't know if it's better or worse than Atomic Hearts, but so far it's it's nothing to speak about. But don't don't buy it. Like just don't buy it um, if you haven't already, because it supports terrible people with terrible ideas. So, uh, anywho, should we talk about Patreon? Why don't we talk about Patreon for a second? Why don't we talk about my dog sitting under my desk whining at me? Like I don't know what's up with that. Uh, Patreon. Those Your toes are, are in danger. <laughs> my toes are in danger absolutely rich has a dog you don't hear you don't hear leia whining um nope. patreon go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast you can support us like these fine people do uh our ten dollar a month donors alan schulte joe cole jr anonymous and rich deacon who is right here right now look at him thanks rich um you can't look no. at him, but, I, but i can uh, are our $10 a month patrons, so we say their name every single podcast. Big shout out to them and all of our other donors. We uh, we appreciate it, and it helps uh, pay for all the things that help us make this podcast. Uh, there's no Dylan. Who wants to shout news? News! Mm, nice one. That's very good. Like, people don't realize it, but those those breaks exist so I can get a drink. It's so I can I can take a sip of Kirkland Sport Drink news! Blue Raspberry. Um, 
Wait, yeah, does he does he do it every time you say news? Every time there's a break, does he have to drink? I, it, it's not a drinking game. <laughs> it is it is oh, a a game in which I drink. Uh Atomic Heart. So um like I said, it's it's not I don't know. I'm not sure how to feel about this one. So I guess I guess first of all, if you're playing this game on Game Pass, it doesn't really matter like how you feel about the problematicness of it, because people that have a game on Game Pass get their money up front. So like Xbox said, hey, bought and paid for. Yeah. You know, we want you to make this video game or you're already making this video game and we're going to invest in it. You're going to bring it to Game Pass. We're going to, you know, give it to all these users. And they gave them a million dollars or a half million dollars or 25 bucks and a like coupon for a hamburger. I don't know. Um, so like if you're playing it on Game Pass, there's like, there's no guilt. You can, you can just try this out. Um, I guess the only guilt maybe is like if these guys make a second game because of the success in the first one, but whatever. Um, the absolute problem with this game, like the, the thing that I can say is absolutely problematic is there's, there's kind of these, uh, kind of like restrooms that you can, not restrooms, they're not bathrooms, they're rooms you can rest in. Um, that uh, that have old cartoons from like the 50s in the Soviet Union and i don't know if you know this but american Nothing cartoons problematic there. from the 50s <laughs> had some issues um russian cartoons from the 50s probably had those worse and this one in particular these are actually like real cartoons i, I don't know exactly how um like public domain and copyright work in Russia, but uh, my guess is differently than here. And so these are these are actually real cartoons. It's uh, called there, there's uh, old episodes of New and You, Pogody or Well Just You Wait, <laughs> a Soviet era cartoon that started in 1969. I'm sorry, so maybe they're a little bit newer than I thought. Nice. Um, essentially, these are like Tom and Jerry. Uh, an episode aired in 1978, and uh, there's a statue in it that is a shows a very, very racist depiction of like African tribesmen. If you've seen like Looney Tunes cartoons from the 40s, probably 50s, 70s, um, yeah, <laughs> you know exactly what I am talking about. And if you don't, then. I guess you're you're probably better off um, really not knowing that. So, like, people called him out, and they're like, oh, shoot, our bad. I guess we should have watched those first. I, I don't know, um, before we put them in our video game. But, like, that's, that's problematic. It's something that should not have happened. It does probably speak to um, either the amount of time they spent. Like, I mean... I, I don't know about you, but if I was making a video game, I'm like, hey, we're going to throw cartoons in there. I would have said, like, hey... Maybe someone should watch these first. Um, it just seems like good due diligence. There's no way they spent all the time working on the script. I mean, you you told us the dialogue <laughs> is amazing, so I got no time to watch cartoons. Valid, valid, valid point. Um, but you know, like maybe maybe you should have you should have watched that. But you know, they they did kind of say, you know, hey, our bad. We'll cut that out. So like you know, the, the response has been good. Um, the other thing that makes this game like. I'm going to say potentially problematic because I, I haven't decided really how problematic it is. Um, and I don't know if anyone actually really, really knows. It's it's all kind of conjecture. So uh, the, the the company who made this this game, and their, their name's Dumb, M- Mundfish? I don't know what a Mundfish is. Um, maybe someone can find that out and find out if it's like, is a Mundfish like terribly horrible? Like it's some sort of like awful... Soviet area era neo-Nazi thing doesn't matter. Um, they are a company 
based in, well, originally based in Russia. And when the Russian-Ukraine war, is that what you call that? Like when another country just invades another country, does that just become a war, I guess? Yep. Yeah. So when the the Russian-Ukraine war broke out, they relocated to Cyprus. Um, And have not come out and like a lot of a lot of video game companies that were based in Russia came out and said, hey, like this really sucks and Russia should not be invading the Ukraine and you know we we denounce this and so on and so forth. Um Munfish has not done that. Um but like Colby and I were talking over the weekend, like if you don't want to get pushed down a flight of stairs or out a window. No, no. It's when you accidentally fall out of a window. Yes, yeah, so you don't if you don't want to accidentally fall out a window like I, I, I kind of understand like maybe not wanting to take a public stand against you know a regime that is very happy to just murder people randomly. So you know, especially if you plan on going back to said country. Especially if you plan on going back to said country. So like that's that's one thing that like I, I'm a little torn on. Like I understand the idea of having like a wife and kids, and maybe you don't want to like say terrible things about. A country that would be just happy as you know whatever to to murder you um the the other thing is is the ukraine the, uh, the government in ukraine um or like consumer watchdogs in ukraine have said that the game was actually funded in addition to like their xbox uh money was was uh paid for by like i don't know about you know, exactly how high level of people, you know, funded by companies essentially in Russia. And I don't know if that means like Russian oligarchs. I don't know if that means like they got a loan from a Russian bank. Um, no one really appears to. So, I, I, you know, there's no way of knowing um, whether or not that is true or not. And if it is true, you know, the, the downside of purchasing this game is that that money could go back to repaying those loans or, you know, paying back to these people that, you know, you don't want that have of money, essentially money that could go back into the Russian Federation that could be used to, you know, fund the, the ongoing war between Russia, um, and, and Ukraine. Um, so like, that's kind of a, who knows, um, th- these same people are calling on like valve, and uh, the Xbox store and so on and so forth to not sell this game in uh, in Ukraine or I believe in Russia either. Um, and they, they would actually prefer if it didn't. He apparently is the Alex, and I can't say his last name, Bornikov. Um, he's the de- Deputy Minister of Digital Transformation. I have no idea what that means. I don't believe that that exists in the United States. But he says, we also urge limiting the distribution of this game in other countries due to a toxicity, potential data collection of users, and the potential use of money raised for game from game purchasers to conduct a war against Ukraine. So, like, it's one of those things that, like I said, if, if you have it on Game Pass, there's probably no reason not to play it. Like, they're not going to get any more money from you. Um, but it probably is... Uh, something to think about. Like, I, I don't know if I would, with with all of this, even though a lot of it's kind of unknown and kind of unverified, I don't know if I'd go out and spend 60 bucks on this. And also, like, this game's not worth $60. Like, don't spend $60 on it. Wait until it goes on sale for 20 if you need to buy it. But I don't, I don't think you really need to buy it. Spend 15 bucks or 10 bucks. Get Game Pass for a month and you'll be able to beat it. It's 15 hours long. So, anyway... So is that is that my mea culpa for playing a bunch of <laughs> problematic games? Yep. 
All right, let's talk about. I don't, I, um, I don't think the makers of uh, door kickers are, you know, problematic. At least I hope. Not, so. <laughs> You're gonna find out it's a bunch of Nazis making the door kicker. I mean, like Rich said, Cole, like that that has an awful lot of problematic just written all over it. You're you're a, a door kicking SWAT team. The odds of you shooting an innocent one in. Oh, I've already done that. <laughs> I've taken out a couple of the hostages. I mean, Colby's just playing happens. cop simulator. Um, so Bungie, like we talked about this years ago. It's been a while though. Back in 2021, um, Bungie filed lawsuits against a bunch of cheat makers, and I love that cheat makers have names like Aim Junkies. Like that's the. I don't know. They, they sued AIM junkies in court, and there's something very weird about there being an official document somewhere called like Bungie versus AIM junkies. Um, they. Uh, I hope it goes to the Supreme Court. <laughs> sadly enough, it was it was actually uh, it was resolved in a, a lower court. Uh, Bungie's lawsuit essentially it's it's interesting. This kind of feels like like. Uh, catching Al Capone for tax evasion to me like it's it's not illegal to make a cheat for your game but in making a cheat for your game they violated copyright laws producing the cheat so my guess is that you know it, it requires them to reverse engineer code or you know they distribute it with a Bungie or Destiny logo so on and so forth um, but they won four point Let's see. I always have a hard time saying numbers to get this big. Four million three hundred ninety-six thousand dollars. Two four million three hundred ninety-six thousand two hundred and twenty-two dollars. I think that that last two is probably the most important uh, in damages and legal fees. So, I mean, like that that pays for a couple devs for a couple weeks. Um, they also recently filed suit against another stupidly named company. Uh, Let's see, what was its name? Lavi Cheats, which sounds like, does Lavi Cheats sound like a, like cheating going on in the bathroom in England, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they uh, filed that suit for $6.7 million, and they also uh, won $13.5 million uh, from another cheats company. So, like, all told, uh, Bungie's made, like, $20 million in just... Uh, just like anti-cheating copyright lawsuits, which is super weird. Um, the third company was Elite Boss Tech. So Bungie versus Elite Boss Tech. But like, you know, $20 million is $20 million, I guess. So take it. Who's paying these anti-cheat companies? I mean, like, like seriously, there's that many people who are buying this? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's just insane. It's, insane. Well, I mean, that's, we'll talk about it when we talk about Tarkov. But, I mean, the, the reality is, is, like, cheat making is a huge... What's crazy to me is, like, the games that people cheat at, too. Like, um, and, and when a lot of them are, like, subscription-based, too. So, it's not like you pay 50 bucks. It's like you're paying $25 a month or $50 a month to, to cheat at these games. But, like, Rocket League um, had a, a big cheating scandal a while ago. Um and I think what happens, honestly, more often than not, it's it's like I used to think like why would you want to cheat? Like there's no there's no what like who cares? Like you can just you know be really good for a little while. But I think what it is actually is people like cheating on accounts and getting them leveled and then selling them. So like you you know you cheat up a a Tarkov account 
you you know get it all Tarkov maybe not because like that resets all the time right so you like you don't get to keep all that stuff yeah so yeah wipes maybe maybe tar maybe I don't know why people cheat at Tarkov but I think other things people are cheating and then selling their it's freaking impossibly hard probably yeah you know um the entire thing is just weird but um we we actually we'll skip we'll 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 rearrange a little bit here we'll talk about Tarkov for a while so um. And just cheating, I guess, in general, because I, I think it's really weird. I don't, I don't understand it. But like, how bad do you think the cheating problem is in Tarkov? Like, is it something that you notice? Yeah, tell you the truth, I haven't noticed it. Um, but then again, the game is so brutal that right. Um, it, it, there's two things with it. One, it's so brutal, and two, it's buggy because it's still in beta. So sometimes you'll just lose a battle, and it's just like, oh my god, like. How'd that happen? The only time I actually had someone actually cheat, and it was pretty obvious to me, was normally I play solo. Actually, all the time I play solo. I have no friends. Um, but uh, I'm playing, and I basically I have a strategy where I kind of lay low and then kind of work out the map, let, let, let kind of the Chad players who are the upper-level ones kind of clear the map. They're usually in and out, and then I kind of mop up afterwards, um, and I'll play. I'll end up fighting PvP or against the AI, but it's it's usually I have a greater chance of surviving. But I had one guy, I was in pretty much an isolated location. There was nothing in there, no loot. Um, it's it, And it was actually in a bathroom stall or actually a shower stall all the way in. The guy literally came right in and walked right up to where I was. And there's no way of seeing me through a window. Yeah. It's like he just went right in, shot me one shot in the head with a pistol, and I was dead. So I'm like, all right, which I reported him. But otherwise than that, I mean it's really hard because you'll play the game and just die like just because it's hard. I mean, it's like sometimes the AI gets you sometimes, like I said, there's weird bugs where you definitely shot the guy, but it doesn't register. So, you know, I, I don't know how prevalent it is. Um, I do hear a lot from people playing, you know, kind of the, the streamers where they'll, you know, they'll point out stuff. So it's definitely there and i think it's only there to me in tarkov because it's so hard yeah and that every time you die you lose all your loot so you're constantly building up whereas other games you know maybe like you said you level up the account you you give it to someone and then you move on to the next one there is stuff like that in tarkov where there's like sherpa systems where they'll kind of guide you through and do that and i know one of the guys who was doing that was also cheating <laughs> so i mean they are banning but you know, there's only there's always going to be to me. It's kind of like antivirus. Antivirus is a false nomer because they're always playing catch up. Yep. So you have antivirus on your system, but you know they're always playing catch up to the viruses that are out there. And I've had this in, in the past when I got uh, <clears throat> software illegally, um, where you would load the disk up and all of a sudden it was fine, and then a year later there was viruses on it because they found yep. it. So yeah, also why I went legit. But uh, yeah, I mean it's just. <laughs> always going to be a battle you know it's always going to be a back and forth especially the first person shooters but other things too like rocket league it's uh i i wish i understood it more and but i mean you know i guess it is what it is the the interesting part about this particular tarkov story is uh people were complaining about tarkov you know you know bots 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 cheater cheater cheater, cheater. and they they issued the statement and uh you know it was it was kind of good you know they're like we're always you know working out we're always working on it um, we're banning people all the time. Right now we ban several thousand teachers a day and most of them are blocked if we're playing for just a little while. Um, they're like, we, the, the battle eye anti cheat system, you know, gets improved all the time. And last week alone, they've been updated four times. Um, you know, they are working on their own cheater detection tools, so on and so forth. Their supporting systems also be improved, so on and so forth. And people are like, Hey, 
you know, he's like, you know, we understand that, you know, you're worried about this. We're doing everything we can. And at first people were like, oh, hey, this is really cool. You know, like they, they really do seem like they care. And then someone pulled up a Reddit post from three years ago that was almost word for word the exact same thing from the exact same guy. And it's like, I think so I would. use chat GPT. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I would rather have a company say like, Hey, we're literally doing everything we can, but every day these people get, you know, it's it like you said, like you're chasing a you're chasing a group of people that are extremely well funded, that you know are always one step ahead of you. Like, I, I don't want to say that I want to hear you know that Tarkov giving up on trying to find cheaters, but like to some degree, I think you have to set a, a realistic expectation that like they exist, and there's just only so much you can do about it, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and and the other thing too is it is just a game. I mean, right. you know, it is frustrating when you die that way, but you know, you just reboot and play again. It's not that you know, it's not the end of the world. It's not, it's not so prevalent that you cannot play a game without cheating yourself to make it, yeah. you know, semi playable. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, it's funny. I have seen some of the videos. They are pretty impressive. The technology where they'll show literally where everyone is on the map, and one of them I saw too showed like where you could do like angles. Yeah. So it would almost be like like when you play like a pool game and it has the dotted line and it bounces around. They would show where to shoot to get the guy, <laughs> and it's like you can. It's impossible to make that you know yeah. in real life, but so it is pretty impressive the technology. Well, I mean, and I will say like so. So two other things. Um, one is that I would wonder how often people think that a cheater got them when in fact it's actually just a really talented player like Colby when he was like super into. Counter-Strike and TFC. Yeah, and TFC would get accused of cheating all the time. And it, you know, he wasn't wall hacking. He wasn't cheating. He was just really, really, really good. Um, and so like, there's a reality to sometimes people are just really, really, really good. And, and I mean, obviously it's not that cheating doesn't exist, but I, I would, I would wonder like how often, especially in a game like Tarkov where you can be walking down a road and all of a sudden your head just explodes. Um, you know, yeah, that could have been a cheater, or it could have just been a guy in a tree. I mean, not in a tree, literally, because I don't think you can climb the trees. But you know, it's a guy behind a hill. Yeah. It's a guy behind a fence. It's a guy behind a car. It's you know, like that that happens. Yeah. Um, and like people, I think reach for the cheating card a lot. Like, it's, like I said, it's not that it doesn't happen because I know it happens all the time. But I, I kind of wonder about that. Is and the the other interesting thing this article says is that um. It's, it's obvious that you can stop this. They actually said that uh, you can't play, you can't have Valorant installed on your computer um, while using Tarkov cheats because Valorant's anti-cheat actually will detect Tarkov, Tarkov's cheat engine as being something that it, you know, that isn't supposed to be running. And like, that's great, but Valorant's anti-cheat is, is, like, I don't think that's something I want to see everyone implement. Like, that is literally a, like CPU level software. Yeah, it's kernel level. Yeah, right? it's kernel level. Um, yeah. And that seems not only really invasive to me, but also like potentially really dangerous. Like, sure, Riot probably has software engineers that are smart enough to write kernel level software that isn't going to get me hacked. But I don't know if I trust any Joe Bob, you know, making a game in, you know, 
early access to have kernel level access to my computer. Like that seems like the way you can go from having, you know, the new cool shit, you know, on your computer to having my computer, you know, mining crypto or my computer, you know, giving away passwords or my computer, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't think Valorant level anti-cheat is the, it's not the option I want. Like I, I shouldn't have to restart after installing a video game, to be honest. Like it's, it's, I just, I don't like that. So I, I don't know what the answer is, but I, I don't like that one. So, uh, what was it? What was the thing that we talked about? Oh, we were going to talk about the Witcher, weren't we? Um, it's just basically that they released like a, I don't know, big fancy HD version. And they're like, we just added all of the best mods to it yeah. and didn't like look at what the mods were. And like one <laughs> of the best mods was like, realistic genitalia and, and the funny thing is is it's not on like when i first heard about it um like so this is the big witcher 3 update that came out like two weeks ago um i figured it was going to be like super realistic genitalia on like yennefer um but it it wasn't it was on like i think i think they're called like the three sisters i think they're like demons that are half human um like normally they are nude um but they just have like you know barbie doll junk um and instead they had e extremely um very very realistic photo realistic mayhaps uh lady bits um i looked for research science maybe um <laughs> and <laughs> It was, I'll be honest, like, it was one of those things that, like, this isn't sexy, really. It's more, like, like disturbing because they are not humans. It's it's very strange. I, I did not care for it. But, yeah, they're they're patching that out. But there was another one that, that was added in accidentally, too, that I don't remember what the other one was. But, yeah, there's there's a couple, a couple mods that maybe should not, should, like, slightly better QA. That's all I'm saying. Maybe, maybe look at it. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, Microsoft. No, no, I meant maybe they should look at it, not you. <laughs> maybe I should look. Maybe they should pay me to look at it. Carl. Good work. Uh, Microsoft is. They struck a deal with GeForce Now to bring all, like Microsoft PC games to GeForce Now. So that means like Call of Duty will come to GeForce Now. It means Fallout. Five and space game. What's the space game called? <laughs> I don't know. That super descriptive on that yeah, game. That, I want to play that space one. Game. I mean, but literally, like it's it's the new space game from um, Starlight, Starlink. <laughs> but that's the problem. Is I mean, like literally, they could have called it space game. I think Starlink is correct. Um, like all of those would come to GeForce now, and. This is supposed to make it so, like, one of the two, I think there were, like, two or three U.S. companies that were kind of complaining about the uh, Activision Blizzard um, deal in, in the United States. Like, you know, talking to the FCC or F FCC? F, whoever does those things. Um, and, like, the the more I hear about these things the more it seems like this is just like some sort of weird negotiation that other companies are doing in order to get stuff they want and doesn't have anything to do with actually anyone being worried about like monopolies or 
Xbox having too much power. Like, you know, NVIDIA wanted something and what they wanted was more games on their streaming service. And in order to get that, they kind of came in and said like, I don't know. I'm not sure Microsoft seems kind of anti-competitive to me until Microsoft said, well, how about if we put games on GeForce Now? And they're like, oh, no, that's fine. Cool. Thank you. That's all we needed. Um, and it seems kind of, I don't know, it's not blackmail exactly, but it's it doesn't seem super different than that. And maybe maybe I'm just naive in thinking that this is how business works and it, it probably just is but I, I don't I don't know if I like companies using the government to get things they want from companies that don't want to give them does that make sense it seems it seems kind of shady to me but I mean I guess the good news is you'll be able to play Microsoft games on GeForce Now if you buy them via the Windows Store Steam or the Epic Game Store and, and GeForce Now is actually a pretty slick service to be honest so I guess that's the upside of that, I suppose. So we'll see. <sighs> All right. Finally, uh, are you gonna go see the? Are you gonna go see the new Super Brother, Super Mario Brothers movie? Like, are you are you hyped for that? No. Nope. You sure, we're not gonna meet. Like, we can meet over at Disney Springs and go to the AMC there, Rich, and and watch Super Mario are we, Brothers. Is it a date night? Are we doing the dine-in one? Do they have a dine-in one there. Ah, yeah, right on the other side. So there's Hell one side yeah. that has the main one, and then the other side right next to the parking garage. It's got the dining one. So Rich and I are going to go see the Super Mother Mario Brothers movies. We're going to get dinner and drinks. Um, we may or may not take Friday our wives. Night. Like, do you think your wife would like to see the Super Mario Brothers movie? She likes Chris Pratt, but I I doubt she's seeing a Mario movie. That to her, she has a pretty high bar with with movies in general. If it's not Star Wars, um, most high end Marvel ones. So that one. Like Infinity Wars, those kind of things. Uh, Indiana Jones, she probably won't. Care. Okay, so generally we wait. Brooke and Carter probably would go, so you might be like the the fourth wheel. So I hope that's not a problem. Um, nice, but we'll have fun. It'll be, it'll be a good time. Um, also, can we go back just a, a just a half a step here and talk about how Rich says Mario? Because like obviously from new Mario. jersey but i mean maybe not obviously from new jersey but i don't i don't think you have that much of an accent but i've never heard anyone say mario that way before mario <laughs> that is not what you said sir <laughs> y'all can rewind about 30 seconds and find out the real way rich says mario hey yo we're talking about mario here every once in a while rich just sleep sneaks in a little bit you can take you can take it you out of it but sometimes you can't take it out of you i guess yeah unfortunately (laughs) i enjoyed that a lot i worked with a guy one time and I, i can't remember what it was but it was back like when i did more development and he said that he was a he knew a lot of JavaScript and we're like, what? <laughs> he's like, JavaScript. I'm like, JavaScript? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, JavaScript? And he's like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, there's, there's, I, it doesn't really matter where you're from, man, because like, that, that doesn't get. That's yeah, not like get for Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't just say, like, well, we call it Java, and so it's JavaScript. Like, it doesn't, doesn't work that way, man. So. Do you remember when we called, I think, Yahoo about PPC? <laughs> you have reached the offices of Yahoo. 
<laughs> I was calling him for something. Yeah. It worked there, <laughs> and, like, dude. The, the thickest, like, <laughs> I don't know, a New York, I guess, accent. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for calling Yahoo. I'm like, all right. Anyway, that's enough about that. Mario Brother movie. Uh, I guess the good news is if you're super into it, it's getting a Wednesday release now for some reason. Um, that seems presumptuous. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, like, that's not a holiday weekend, is it? Like, so they moved up from April 7th to April 5th. But, like, that's not, there's not like a three day weekend there or anything, is there? I don't think uh, so. Easter's the next week, but yeah, I don't think yeah, so. so. I don't I don't know why they did it, but it's getting a Wednesday release now. Um, which I guess is good if you're super into that movie. I I don't know. It, it looks okay, I guess. Like every time I see a, a trailer for it, it looks alright. Uh, Illuminations generally does pretty pretty okay movies, so we'll see. Uh Rich and I will report back after our day night. Uh yeah. Let's see. Questions. Um, why don't we start? Rich, why don't you ask your questions first, and we'll dive into everybody else's questions. Sure, no problem. So we'll start with um, first question, which is usually video game related. So I know Cliff is super excited about the Lego Zelda that's not really coming, <sighs> but is there another kind of Nintendo-based Lego game you want to play? Like, uh, I, know, I know your feelings about Super Mario, but Super Mario Lego or like a Bash Bros Lego? I think that Mario Brothers would actually make a really, really good Lego game. Like, I can absolutely see how you could do that. Like, there's a ton of... Like, I think part of, like, a good Lego game is, like, the collectible characters. And there's a ton of characters when you really look at, like, all of the different games in, in the Mario universe. I think you could have all the characters, like, really good world building. There's a lot of places to, to you know, do that on. Um, Mario, for better or for worse, does have kind of a story. So I think that there's, you know, some, some stuff there you could kind of lean on. I think, actually, Mario... Like a Lego Mario game would actually be really good, honestly. So I, I could I could definitely see how that would be good. I, I don't. What what are Bash Bros? Is that a? I'm not sure. Smash oh, Bros. Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Smash Bros. You know. Yeah, I probably typed it too. No, fast. no, no. You're fine. Um, I can actually see how that could work too, because it does have like you know all those millions of different collectible characters. I don't know what the story would be, but I think it could work, honestly. Uh, but a Mario one, yeah, absolutely. I would love to play that. I think that'd be really fun. What about you, Rich? Is there any like any, while you were writing that question, anything you you think of? Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. Like after I wrote it, I was doing it kind of jokingly because I know you you're not a super <laughs> huge Mario fan, but I I kind of was like, yeah, that would be an awesome game, right? <laughs> Just because the same thing. So much with the world, they could do. You know, when you're building the bricks, you could level to different areas, all sorts of cool yep. stuff. So yeah, a lot of cool hidden things. Nintendo, yeah, make it happen. Yeah, I think I think that that it could really work, um, and I, I I maintain that I think Zelda would be a really good one too. What about you, Cole? What, what's a Nintendo game that would make a great uh, Lego game? Pokemon. Yeah, shoot, yeah, Pokemon would be really good. Yeah, that'd be good to know. It'd be really good. Are, are you kind of surprised there hasn't been a Minecraft Lego game yet? Like that just seems like such a good crossover. I think it's because it's, it's too close. Basically already Legos. Yeah. They already yeah. have Lego Minecraft sets that I'm like. So Lego, like, I, <laughs> have you know. ever made any of them? And Lego this is meta. Has, like, does does your kid have any of the Lego Minecraft sets? I, Olivia doesn't really get Legos. I get that. Like, like, 
she doesn't quite understand like oh yeah you can put it together you can't play this game. <laughs> like it's for looking at um also if it falls it breaks that's um fair. that's fair she's young uh carter had a number of the lego sets and they were all exceptionally complicated and not fun really um but carter also was the kind of kid who like once a year when we when we used to go to disneyland he'd like save up money to buy like a big lego set every time we went because when you go if you've got a disney annual pass to either place actually disneyland or disney world you get like 10 or 20 percent off at the lego store that's in um disney springs or downtown disney and so he would like save up a bunch of money to buy like a 150 dollar lego set and then get it home and not really want to put it together but wanted it assembled <laughs> so like the number of of like really big lego sets that brooke and i have put together is a lot um and i don't particularly find building legos to be all that fun honestly <laughs> and like <laughs> like we put the lego haunted mansion together which is really cool but it took like I don't know, six hours? We watched like three movies while we did it. Um, and I, I find it a little tedious, honestly. <laughs> so I don't know. So I uh, got the um, Mega Bloks Destiny. Ones. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I put those together. And very recently, one of them was knocked over the like giant ship I had by a certain kid who were named Nameless. Um, and it broke into a bunch of different pieces. Um, and you know what's awesome? Hmm. I don't know how to fix it. Like I don't. I can't. I can find a picture of it on the you know internet. You can't find uh, the instructions on the internet, really. Uh, nope. That nope. is the plus side with Legos so, is if you ever lose your instructions, all the instructions are online. So, so yeah. you just have to throw it away now. Is that what you're saying? It's just in a Ziploc bag, and I guess if I ever want to like figure it's it so out. Sad. Carter. That's why you gotta use the crackle. <laughs> I think that's the thing is I saw that movie. Like the Lego movie is first of all very, very good if for some reason you haven't seen it. Um but like I, I was like, well, yeah, but if we just glued them all together, like there there is something here. Like I know that's not the moral of the story, but I'm like, it could be the moral of the story. <laughs> I don't know. Carter has a, a like a uh, it's the biggest rubber made container I've ever seen. Um, and a friend of ours was like, hey, my kid moved out and left all his Legos here. Do you want him? And I'm like, I guess. And I have, it's it's like thousands of Legos, probably tens of thousands of Legos. Um, like someday we're going to sell it. It's going to pay for Carter's college because Legos are very, very expensive. Yeah, anyway. it's crazy how expensive they are. Yeah, right? Crazy. All right, what's our next question? And they never go on sale. No, never, never. That's why you have to buy them with your Disney, you know, AP things. Exactly. Uh, so second question of mine is what is your pet peeve? So not, not a major thing because we could go on all day about the world and society and yada, yada, but uh, just a minor pet peeve. If you want to, if you want to feel what my real pet peeves are, just join our discord. I bet you about it often. <laughs> um, things that annoy me. You know what? Actually, one thing that I find exceptionally obnoxious, what call, what are you laughing at? People who annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> Naggers. Um, what grinds your gear? What grinds my gears? Um, I actually have a, and, and the funny thing is, is I've never actually worked at a grocery store. Um, so I don't, I right, Colby has. Maybe, does this annoy you too? I find people that do not return their shopping carts to be exceptionally, like, it, it's like, to me, it's like this weird mix of like lack of empathy m mixed with like, um, just like this weird entitlement of someone will do that. 
Um, I, I find people who don't do that to be exceptionally just obnoxious. Um, I, I think that it's one of those things where you can look at people who, uh, do not return shopping carts is almost like a personality test. Like I think that you would, you would find that people that don't do that have a bunch of other personality flaws that you also don't like. Um, I once watched, so next to our cart returns, we had like kind of raised beds yeah. that, you know, had like the trees and the you know, flowers and stuff in it. And I watched a dude take his cart and like step on the back and prop up the front wheels in the flower bed that is literally right next to <laughs> the thing. And like in my yeah. head, I wanted to yell like, that took more time <laughs> and effort, dude. Like, I... I've always wanted to do like a sociological study where you just like watch people and then just go up and ask like I like no judgment just curious why you did or didn't and see like what they say but something tells me like that's a great way to get like the shit kicked out of you in a parking lot like it it seems like people would not enjoy being questioned about that have you seen the guy who when people leave their carts like next to their car he'll go oh here let me get that and then he puts it right behind their car (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome oh that's good yeah i've always found that colby and i like it's it's really funny because the 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 kind of the reason i started thinking about that it's something i've been thinking about for at this point probably two decades was colby and i got locked out of our car while it was running in a parking lot um, and we had to wait like an hour and a half for a locksmith to show up. In my defense, I was on a lot of cough syrup. (laughs) And I let him drive. (laughs) We came back out, like bought ice cream. I'm like, oh, this car is running. Oh, this car has keys in it. (laughs) Oh, the car's locked. Um, I let if it was that that same car I locked with the keys in it running um, also in a very inopportune time. Uh, but we had to wait like an hour and a half for um, a locksmith. And, and I I don't know why Brooke couldn't come get us. I don't know if, or I guess. I doubt she had a key. Well, I know she didn't have a key, but she could, have, she could have come and found us. And I could have gone home and you could have waited with your car. Uh, maybe it was just solidarity. Um, but uh, like, so we had to just sit there in Dude, the parking lot. That's early enough. We probably, did we have cell phones? Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, I had a cell phone in like ninety. Yeah, I suppose I did have one. Probably. then. it was an awesome Nokia yeah. one. Yeah, but but anyway, like we just had to. <laughs> Maybe they were in the car. It's a possibility. <laughs> um, we we just had to sit there and wait in the parking lot for an hour and a half and just watch people not do it. And I was like, what is it that like some people just always take it back and some people just don't? And I really want to know. Like, do people that don't never take them back do they sometimes take them back like situational like if it's raining you don't take it back if it's hot you don't take it back but if it's a nice day you do like what i just i just want to know like i want to know i I just want to know like i always take mine back i always take it back doesn't matter like how far i have to walk to take it back but i don't know like if if there's a bunch out like are you more likely to leave it with a bunch of other like cart friends because like in your head you're like i don't know no one else did it so why should i i don't i i want to know the psychology of this anyway what, what what what's your pet peeve, Rich? <laughs> yeah, so so mine's actually kind of similar, where it's not, you know, and maybe this is also because I'm a workaholic. But oh, really? anyone who kind noticed. of like, yeah. So anyone like who basically doesn't even try at work. I mean, it's and I'm not talking about jobs where it's not, you know, like um, 
career jobs. It's something that you're just kind of, you know, when you're younger, but like when you're actually at a job and you just don't give a shit and you fail upwards, that's just, that's my pet peeve. <laughs> you haven't, oh, right, you haven't so failed I, upwards I just, like, very far, Cole. <laughs> yeah. I make, I make way more money than I thought I should be <laughs> making. <laughs> I actually like, I, I tease Colby, but like, I actually think he's got like the perfect job. Like, it's, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd want to do it, but like you have plenty of time off. You have like a great work-life balance. Like no one ever bothers you on the weekends. Like <laughs> every once in a while, I'm like, man, I, I made some poor career decisions because Colby's job sounds way better <laughs> so than mine. At, at my work, I was supposed to be in charge of like two other people and they gave me a raise that like showed that I was yeah. going to be in charge of two other people and then that never happened but I still got the raise and everyone who knows about that has either quit or been fired. Hey, that's that's <laughs> so. perfect. Cole. <laughs> that's exactly. living a dream. Yeah, I you know, I will admit that used to bother me more. Um and like lately, man, like capitalism to drag and corporations suck. And yeah. like I, I will say, I probably changed my mind on Friday afternoons because I'm just burnt out. I think that's the thing yeah. is, is like I, I still bugs me. I work so hard. Like I, I literally have been working like I don't know, 50, 60 hour weeks since like Christmas, and I'm so burned out. Like I'm so tired. I wake up tired. It sucks. And so like anyone who's like, no, I just work forty hours and I leave. I'm like, I work thirty two hours and I leave. How? How sometimes slightly how do less. I do that because I'd like to do that. Like that's I'll be honest, like the best part of working radio is I'd show up at like 830 and leave at 445 and no one ever called me. And it was great. Like working for an agency is rough and I'm real tired. So is it today? I got in 10 minutes late because the roads were crappy. But I still left the time I normally yeah. do. See, that's living the dream, Colby. Like, don't don't let anyone take that from you because this is the first day like I haven't worked like more than eight hours in like a month. So, but anyway, and I have to do some freelance stuff after. <sighs> what grinds your gears, Cole? What makes you sad? People who don't turn on their lights in the rain. Oh my god. Am I am I crazy, Rich? Or does like half of Florida drive in the dark with no headlights on? Like, what is with these assholes? Yep. It's no idea. It is and especially here, it rains so damn hard. It's like insane. It is shocking to me. I have lived in like not a lot of places, but I've lived in places. Um and it is a it is an epidemic here of people driving after dark with no lights on. It's it's crazy to me call i i sympathize i absolutely sympathize yeah <sighs> it, could, it could be the no inspections and all the other stuff florida has i've seen cars with no hoods cars with no trunks cars with no doors it's just like <laughs> we got there. so much freedom though rich like, i think i even saw one with no windshield <laughs> the freedom is just like dripping out of here it's amazing like just so much freedom well just we, like we utah we don't want no woke cars yeah. <laughs> freedom for all cars <laughs> Oh, do you have a lot of freedom to call? Oh yeah, they decided that we don't need safety Perfect. inspections. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I that drives me absolutely nuts. Um so here's a so do 
Ah, no, I'm not going to. All right. Uh, other questions. This is the longest podcast ever. I don't know what happened. Uh, <laughs> my kid, Carter, wants to know, out of all of your favorite animals, which is the biggest and which is the smallest? So what's your biggest favorite animal and your smallest favorite animal? Did you know that manatees aren't fat? Really? Yeah. They're just Big spherical? Bones. Yeah, manatees don't really have a lot of fat content on huh. them. Um, the way I heard it described is that they have less fat on them than most Olympic athletes. Really? Um, that it's okay. that a lot of it is their lungs, but a lot of it is their um, their like digestive system because they eat so much, you know, just like green stuff. They need a huge digestive system. That's why they live in warm waters because they don't have. The, you know, it does make sense. The, the, I'm gonna so I'm taking a week off like in a couple days, like two weeks from now, um, and like there's like these springs around here where you can just like go and see a bunch of manatees. I'm gonna try and go see. I'm hoping it's still cold enough that I can go see a bunch of manatees because they're dope. I've seen them. You can go to Wiki Watch. Yeah, too. yeah, or maybe I don't know. The the zoo in Tampa has like a dozen of them. They're super fun to watch. So um, I did not know that, Colby. That is that is <laughs> that is that is You're very welcome. interesting. Um, that does not answer the question though. No. Nope. nope. Um, my favorite uh, small animal, like my, my favorite small animal is probably a, a tardigrade. Is that what they, that's what they're called, right? Little water bears? Yeah, tardigrade. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're really neat. And I kind of like how they look and I think they're they're interesting. Um, and they're very small. They're like, like microscopic small, I think. Um, maybe like eyes with a magnifying glass small, but they're very small. So um, my favorite. No, you can't see it with your magnifying glass you it's a microscope a, thing uh, yeah microscope yeah. yeah uh they're very cool um i i like whales a lot like big whales are really interesting to me um because they're just so big like yeah. so big i like elephant shrews oh they're so cute they're so cute i saw a picture of one of those the other day i love them a lot yeah yeah they're pretty small yeah yeah, small. yeah. I don't know about large ones. Blue whales They're are kind of cool. neat, right? Like just like the pure just and terrifying, right? right? Like yeah. I think like what terrifies me about a blue whale is like like a blue whale would not probably try and eat you on purpose uh, because no, they can't eat they you, can't, so you can't get through their little like filtery mm-hmm. thing. Nope. Huh. Nope. They uh, they would spit you out really because occasionally people. People do get eaten by like whales. Um, like you'll see usually smaller ones. I think like humpback and stuff like that. They get a little bit closer yeah. inland. You'll see like kayakers get <laughs> like nailed by them <laughs> and they get almost immediately spit huh. out. Um, they just, they can't. But isn't it crazy that like there's something you. big enough that I could fit in its mouth. Like that's, that's insanity mm-hmm. to me. Um, what's the yeah. largest what's animal insane is ever they yeah, they're they're so big and eat little krill that are like super yeah. small. That? It's like krill. That's just insane. Yeah, I, huh, super weird. Anyway, what, what's your favorite small animal and favorite big animal, Rich? I don't know about small. I'm having a problem on that one. I'll I'll say Leia since she's a small. Oh, lab, she is but a very the big lab. ones. Definitely, she's very sweet. She is adorable. Fifty fifty four pounds. Just took her to the vet today. Um, so the big one for me is definitely yeah. elephants, just because they're so badass they remember and they don't give a shit like if you threaten them they're just gonna come and stomp you so 
take back to humans. You uh, you should go do the elephant thing at Disney World, man. It's pretty dope. You can go visit, hang out with the elephant. It's yeah, cool. it's should. not not super expensive. It's real fun. Yeah, they're just amazing. Um, I also really like capybaras. They're like kind of in the middle, but like they're so cool. Like, do you know how much krill a blue whale? I do not. Um, a lot. <laughs> I mean, I. I well, I could have okay. guessed that call <laughs> a bunch. <laughs> uh, s- up to six wow, tons. That's a lot of krill. Wow, that's a lot of krill. Some are saying eight wow. tons. It's... How much krill is there? I mean, I guess enough for uh, a <laughs> enough <lot>. for a <laughs> blue yeah. whale to eat eight tons of it every day. And there's there's more yeah. than one blue whale. That's good yeah. stuff. And they live ninety wow, years. Wow, really? Huh. Yeah, fascinating. Um, follow-up question from Monotone Screaming is, when did you know what animal was your favorite? And I think for all of us, it might have been right now on this podcast. I don't My favorite, I don't know what my favorite animal is. I, man, I love animals so much. I love all of them. Like. I like blind moles. Yeah, those are great. We, uh. Like Florida is an interesting place because there's just like so much stuff that lives here. Um, like, I don't know if I've ever, like, I mean, obviously like you go in the mountains in Utah, there's all sorts of stuff. Um, but I, I didn't really ever see critters in my backyard much in Utah. Um, it's cause you don't look, like I guess it. it could be. I mean, um, I have fascinating squirrels. Yeah, man, I love squirrels. I saw two squirrels doing it huh. today. And they were on the tree, like the 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 like yeah. trunk, and they were upside down, like facing towards huh. the ground, and managed to get yeah, it done. You know, it's you know what I do at work. <laughs> Watch squirrels having sex. Watch squirrels. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Another bonus to that job. I uh, it's almost lizard mating season here. Um, and that's like the most awkward thing in the world because they just like, they stare at you. Like they make eye contact while they're doing it. Um, like I'll be back. That's their fetish. Yes. Like I'm out like swimming in my backyard and all of a sudden like they just like mount. I mean like it's real quick too. Like it's like hanging out, hanging out. All of a sudden they're doing it and you're like, oh, hey. And they're like, are you watching me? I'm like, well, I can't not. You're like, <laughs> you're right here. Um, I'll like open my front door. There'll be like two lizards like going at it like a foot outside my front step i'm like hey guys they're like we're not done yet i'm like okay (laughs) and they're like they literally will scurry away but not stop like (laughs) they just like kind of go up anyway that's not what this was about um we have a lot of really cool critters here we've got like all sorts of lizards i have like two three different kind of lizards that live in my house um a ton of frogs ton of toads squirrels I don't know. I saw some like badass hawk thing outside earlier and like shit tons of birds. So like it's been, I I don't know if I have a favorite animal, but man, I sure do love seeing all these critters all the time. It's pretty great. So I don't know. I like egrets a lot. Like I really have, have like they're the dumbest looking birds in the entire world. Like they don't look like they should function as an animal because they're, their heads are the size of a yep. golf ball on the end of like a three foot neck. They're just ridiculous. I love them. They got the cool raptor kind of sound to Do them. Do they too. make a noise? It's badass. 
Yeah, they, they make like a, it's like a weird kind of <laughs> raptory sound. I'll That's find awesome. it. Yeah, no, it. we got all sorts of raptors here too. Like I was swimming the other day, like a bald eagle flew over our pool. Like it's good shit. Um, did you stand up and salute? I did not stand up and salute. <laughs> I saw a bald eagle on the Fourth of July oh. this year. So. We were at Carter School one time, and two bald eagles like tried to land in the same tree. And like bald eagles, especially in the wild, it seems like I think a lot of times when you see bald eagles in captivity, they seem kind of small. But I, I kind of wonder if it's just because they are in captivity. Um, like ones in the wild seem way bigger to me. Maybe not. It's probably just perspective. But like these two bald eagles tried to land in the same palm pine tree and the pine tree is like swaying all over the place and they're like super awkwardly trying to not fall off of it and like screaming at each other. It was the least patriotic thing I've ever seen. So anyway, uh, let's see. Next question. I don't know if we answered that one. It's fine. We love animals, monotone screaming. That's the, that's the, the answer. What's your favorite creature in video game history? What's your favorite video game creature? The thing from inside. <laughs> the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like, um, slimes from, uh, Dragon Quest. Are they the, and I like the slimes from Dragon Quest, but you know what I really like is the, the ones that are like big and square and have like stuff inside of them. I, I'm trying to remember what game that was from where they had like swords and stuff, stuff in them. Like they've eaten the, uh, the people. Like they're a very classic, like D and D. Tunic had that, didn't it? Yeah, I think they. No, not Tunic. That store had them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Death Door had them. Yeah, yeah. Those are great. Yeah, um, those were cool. I really like. I loved the the tentacle guy in Death Store. <laughs> the, yeah. the chef who was being controlled by a <laughs> octopus. Um, I really like the uh, the round floaty demons from like the original Doom. The ones that are like round and sh- shoot Orange. fire. I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are great. Um. Man, there's so many good like creatures from from video games. So yeah, many. Going forever. Uh, do you have a favorite, Rich? I think I skipped you. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's hard. I mean, Yoshi's kind of you <sighs> know, is pretty he's just adorable. But I mean, as soon as you go into like Pokemon or other other areas, you'll endlessly list so many different right. type of creatures. So it's it's really hard to narrow. I always kind of wonder like if people like. Like if you ask average people, like, do people have a favorite of everything? Because I'm always so indecisive. Like, I couldn't tell you what my favorite book was, my favorite movie, my favorite singer. You know, like, I, it's just too many of them. Um, cheap free games. Let's talk about some stuff you can get for free as we wrap up this podcast. Uh, Rise of Industry is coming to Epic Games. You can put your entrepreneurial skills to the test as you create and optimize intricate production lines whilst, whilst people... Keeping an eye on the all-important bottom line. Um, you can be an early century. It says as an early century industrialist. I think what they're trying to say is robber baron. Um, you can do a make a bunch of money at the expense of all of your employees and then make some libraries or something to, to make up for it. Seems like the most inappropriate podcast of all time. <laughs> So much wrong. So much wrong. In uh, Game Pass. Let's see. You can get F122 console and PC March 2nd. That's in a couple days. Um, I guess that's a racing game. Uh, that's an EA Play, so you do have to have Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, 
Wulong Fallen Dynasty is coming to Cloud Console on PC on March 3rd. Uh, it's a dramatic, action-packed story of a nameless militia soldier fighting for survival in a dark fantasy version of the later Han Dynasty, where demons plague the Three Kingdoms. Um, it's supposed to be kind of roguelike-y. It's from the same people who made Sekiro, I want to say. Um, looks good. Looks actually really good. If that's, It's not my kind of game, but it might be your kind of game. So, uh, I think you mispronounced it. It's like, woo, woo, woo long. <laughs> we can make it a little more Texas and a little less uh, Asian. Yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, this one seems real out of order, and I think I must have copy-pasted wrong. Uh, but February 23rd, five days ago, the New Zealand update came out for Flight Simulator. Uh, MLB The Show 23 is coming out in March. Uh, Way to the Woods is coming out. And Valheim, which is a very cool survival game, is coming out in March as well. Um, Xbox Gold this month is going to bring you three games that I've never heard of. Um, but one of them has an umlaut in it, which makes it pretty great. Uh, it, it's Truber Brook? Truber, I guess? I don't know. Uh, March 1st to the 31st. I've never heard of it, though. Sudden Strike 4 Complete Collection is coming out March 1st to the 31st as well. And then um, Lamentum is available the 16th through the 15th of April. I don't know why there are three this month, but, you know, don't, don't look free games in the mouth. I think that's how it works. Uh, PlayStation Plus, if you just have the normal PlayStation Plus, you're going to get Battlefield 2042 Minecraft Dungeons Code Vein this month. So Minecraft Dungeons, uh, an Xbox game coming to PlayStation. Weird how that works, huh? Um, and then if you have, like, the the extra PlayStations, the expensive ones, you get uh, Uncharted Legacy of Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection. I don't know how to to chai, I guess. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo, Immortals Phoenix Rising, which actually is a really good game. I recommend that pretty highly. Um, and uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction. Is Code Vein the game that we played called that we kind of liked? No. No. It's a anime-ish Yeah, that game. is definitely. You're thinking of Cross thinking Code. Of Cross Code. That game was pretty great. Way too long. Way too long. Um, but very good. Uh, Humble Bundle this month, there is a pack called the Unparalleled Puzzler Pack. For 10 bucks. you can get um, Baba Is You, which is a game I've always wanted to play. I don't know if I want to play it on Steam, but I, I definitely want to play that. Um, Dwarf Romantic, which is like this. Pay 10 bucks for this just because I think that's less than you'd pay normally for Dwarf Romantic. Dwarf Romantic is awesome. Um, super fun game. Uh, a game called Creeks, uh, The Last Campfire, which is from the same people who made... Um, Oh, man. What's that space game that, like, was terrible at launch and then they've spent, like, the last six years fixing it, eight years fixing it? No, no Man's, Man's Sky. Sky. It's from the same people that made No Man's Sky. It's a puzzler. I, I was not smart enough to play it, but it seems very cool. Uh, Monument Valley 1 and 2 and a game called Dark, the complete collection. So for 10 bucks, you can get all those games. That is actually a very, very, very good deal. I would recommend that highly. Uh, Prime Gaming this month. March 2nd, you can get Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, which is very cool. Uh, March 9th, you get Adios, which is actually a really cool, like, walking sim about a guy who, uh, runs a pig farm for the mob and no longer wants to hide bodies. Um, it's like two hours long, so it's supposed to be very, very good. Uh, March 9th, you can also get I Am Fish, which is terrible. I greatly dislike that game. Did you play that, call? Uh, I Am Fish, the one where you're in a fish tank and you have to roll the fish tank around? Oh, yeah. Terrible. God, I hated that one. Looks adorable. It does. Like, really? I was really excited about it. It's... Sh- it's shockingly it. hard it's, and not very fun. It's like Marble Madness. <laughs> if Marble uh, Madness was 3D and still had the same yeah, controls awful as Marble game. Madness. Oh. Awful game. <laughs> uh, Far Away 
Card yeah, Pass. It was on Game Pass. Might still be on Game Pass. Did not like that. Uh, March 16th, Far Away 3 Arctic Escape. Uh, March 23rd, Book of Demons. March 23rd as well, Peaky Blinders Mastermind. I did not know they made a video game of Peaky Blinders. Um, and then March 30th, City Legends Trapping in Mere Collector's Edition, which takes, I believe, this week's award for the worst named game. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. So we made a podcast. Woo. Colby is excited about it. Um this is the first podcast we've done that's hit an hour and a half in a while. So I guess we just rambled more than normal because there sure wasn't a lot of other stuff. Um, it was all year trying to apologize for playing horrible <laughs> games and, and not feeling bad about it. Clips, I'm sorry to her. <laughs> yeah. Please, Therapy. please don't cancel me. I, I, I'm too old to start my own right wing grift. Um, <laughs> maybe next week. You're never, You're never too never old. Too old. <laughs> yes. I mean, look at look, look at Scott that. Adams. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we're Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> Thank you for making it so you can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. Uh, sure. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, slash bite me podcast. I'll be honest. I lost access to my Facebook account um, whilst pirating Hogwarts Legends or Legacy, so I actually cannot access our Facebook account <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> so nice. it's kind of hard to update. But Colby can and Brooke can for some reason. So maybe they can get you some content out there. But follow us anyway. Like it's fine. Um, you can find us on Discord at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. You can find out about our Extra Life team at bitemepodcast.com slash uh, Extra Life. I, I signed up for Extra Life, and my Extra Life is set to like auto post when certain things happen, like when I get a donation. And apparently, one of those things is when I sign up like as a team lead. And so I posted like this, you know, very automatic, generic, like, hey, I signed up for Extra Life. Isn't this cool? And the Extra Life team was like, dude, thank you so much for signing up to lead a team. I'm like, three weeks later, saw the message. Anyway, um, <laughs> finally, if you want to support us on Patreon and get more of this, whatever this is, go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Uh, Rich, since you are our special guest, I will have you do the honors of leading us out of this thing we have created. Yeah, this is monumental. Mm. Hey, yo, bite me. Bite me.